Welcome to the Meta Skincare Podcast, where we educate our listeners about everything and anything related to the skincare industry. My name is Emily, esthetician and skincare educator, and I will be your host. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. Emily here, better known as the Meta Fairy, and today we have a different kind of podcast. I wanted to make you feel better. And I wanted to (laughs) tell you all the mistakes that I've done in my late teens, early 20s, skincare wise, so you guys can feel good about yourselves. Because I know a lot of times I see clients and they say, oh, I've been doing this for years. I know it's bad. And it's like, don't worry about it. You know, everything is fixable as long as you put in the time and the effort and inconsistency once you decide to change, right? And of course, we're talking skin here. So (laughs) number one, and oh, by the way, just because we're estheticians and we work in skin, it doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, we do every single thing um, or that we had been super diligent in the past. Like we've all made mistakes. We've all had to learn through the process of taking care of our skin. It's part of the journey of of becoming a professional in the skincare industry. So don't worry, we're not perfect. (laughs) And yes, sometimes we can fall asleep with our makeup. If we're exhausted, it happens. So don't feel bad if you've made mistakes. It's all good. I'm here to make you feel better about yourself. And I'm going to tell you all the mistakes I've done in my late teens, early 20s on my skin. So as you guys may already know, I had pretty bad acne when I was, uh, I think the exact age, I think the exact age was 16 when it started. Before that, my skin was fine, and then I guess the hormones kicked in, (laughs) and uh, yeah, I had pretty bad acne. I had inflamed acne and non-inflamed acne, so it was a bundle of, you know, (laughs) it was not cool. So a thing that I would do to (laughs) dry out my acne was use tanning beds. So I know this is very common in um, the people that are my age, so close to 30, We would all go to the tanning salon. I would go, especially if we would go down south. It was a, you know, we just did it. We went down to tan ourselves. And I was the type that I would not put any protection on my face. I had no goggles either on my eyes when I would go in the the tanning uh, beds. And I would leave my skin exposed because it would dry out my secretions. But (laughs) we all know that tanning beds are awful for the skin it's like worse than the sun it it you know if you haven't heard my spiel on <laughs> on uv rays and on tanning beds you know they 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 have the capacity of modifying your skin cells dna so obviously if you abuse of the unprotected exposure then you can potentially develop skin cancer in the long run you know accelerated aging hyperpigmentation etc 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 so many downfalls of being exposed to harsh uv rays i would actually go in the tanning beds once a week and i don't know for how long i did that but it was mostly before going somewhere like if we would go down south or before cottage season i would do that i wouldn't put any sunscreen at all on my face or body before going in the tanning beds and i remember this when i was thinking about the podcast and ideas when we were down, we would go to Barbados every year. We we were super fortunate. And um, before going out to the sun, I would lay down in the sun all day long, putting oil on my skin and on my face too. Disgusting, right? Disgusting 
disgusting. And I remember, I remember when I was like the first time we went to Barbados, such a good time. But it was the first time as well that I would do that. I would lay in the sun and I would completely, you know, expose myself to the UV rays to dry out my skin. Um, and I remember looking at myself in the mirror and the scars on my face they were they were darker so I was creating hyperpigmentation on my skin without really realizing the negative effects of having them for me I was just like oh like whatever like I'm drying out whatever secretions I have and by that time my acne was not as bad like it was just like a few pimples here and there but I still had that obsession of drying out my skin with the uv rays so guys if you're doing this right now you gotta stop right now uv rays will just yeah the the sun does dry out your secretions it does that's a fact but it's not a good dry out action that you want on your skin and the negative consequences that you can have from being exposed to the uv rays for so long i think you'd rather deal with your acne another way than potentially developing skin cancer in the long run because skin cancer is not cool it's not fun and it's freaking serious so let's just stop the whole tanning bed thing i mean i think right now it's like the the trend is going down and down but i mean just to let you know i've done it like you're fine don't worry about it you can fix it just stop (laughs) okay moving on to the next one I have slept in my makeup so many so many times I cannot count them on my fingers when I was in high school mostly I was more like a lazy like I've I've never been a girly girl I've always been really like tomboyish so I remember I would I would use like back in the day having heavy black eyeliner on the eyes was super popular and um I would not wash my skin at all and I remember once I was you know I was at school in the morning and a girl told me oh you you have something on your eye and I was like yeah it's my makeup I didn't wash it from the day before (laughs) I was such a tomboy when I was in high school like I still am at heart a tomboy but yeah I remember that I I just thought about it and I was like that that could be fun to to talk about so yeah I would not wash my face that often I was that kid um I was a clean kid but I mean I I wasn't putting too much energy into my face so I've done it guys so don't worry if you do if you do it from time to time it's funny because now when like if ever like we have like a a night of celebration or you know we go out we party whatever I cannot go to bed without washing my face like I I just cannot it's like it's like an an automatic thing now in my system even if I'm drunk and I cannot like you know it happens guys we all drink sometimes and you know you can have an evening that you're out of control you get home you don't really remember what's happening um I don't do that often but you know it happens it my system will automatically go to the bathroom to wash my face brush my teeth like I cannot not (laughs) so I think it's in my system now I gotta wash my face before bed funny funny if you don't wash your face on a regular basis you want to listen to my last podcast with my um I think it's called common misconceptions about skincare the interview I did you want to listen to that because I talk about it a lot about what the benefits of washing your face on a regular basis are so go have a listen if you have the time and if you're the type of person that doesn't really put any effort into cleansing their skin on a daily basis you want to check that episode out but yeah I've done it before Uh, so yeah oh memories eh when you go down memory lane so much fun all right 
So another another thing that I would do would um, that was more into my teenage years when I had really bad acne, and prior to that, I was a sugar bug. So if you don't know my background, um, we were we we ate very well at home. Uh, we were actually vegan. My mom actually took the time to make us vegan when we were, I think we were like. I don't know, like five from the age of five, my mom would, would took courses. We were vegan and, and after we were vegetarian, cause it was easier time-wise, but we were very, very, very good eaters at home. And, um, so in the reverse, when I had the opportunity to, you know, go to my grandma's house or go to friend's house and they would have candy, I would just jump on the opportunity to eat candy because I didn't eat that at home. And I mean, no, it's not a sad story. Like, you know, whatever. I'm happy my mom did it because, you know, eating well is so important. But in my teen years, I would eat a lot of candy. So I would use my disposable cash that I would make to go to the the, the corner store and buy candy bars, popsicles. You know, I was like a sugar bug. And I wish I would have not... Because when I had, when my acne was blooming, you know, food will not directly cause acne, but certain food groups will trigger inflammation, which will result in more acne. So it's not the food itself. It's, it's something that will trigger inflammation. And we all know that acne, inflammation is super important to control because it can make it worse. So I wish I would have had more, I would have had been more careful at eating better on my free time on the weekends with my friends but you know when you're a teen you're not you know I was 17 16 16 I was 16 I was not like a health bug (laughs) at that age so when you have acne you want to boost your EFAs so your essential fatty acids they're super important to rebuild your skin from inside out you want to make sure that you're eating a lot of antioxidants a lot of vitamins in your food Um, and you want to stay away from dairy products as much as possible, sugar, processed foods and foods and high that are high in iodine. So seafood. Um, so just a side note, not everyone will react the same way food wise. So that's why sometimes, you know, you can tell an acne patient, you know, stop eating these foods and see what happens. And some of them see a results and others don't. And that's the thing with acne and food. It's it's a little tricky because it doesn't affect everyone. And some people are just, you know, are not affected by what, what they what they eat and their acne is just not related to that at all. And others are. So it's a tool just to kind of say, all right, we'll go with the elimination process. We'll just stop everything, reintroduce these things in your diet and see if you see any reaction on your skin. So, you know, in general... It's hard to tell, but for me, I wish I would have been a little bit more diligent about not eating as much processed foods and sugar foods when I was younger, just because it could have helped the situation. We, we, we were able to manage the acne situation regardless, but maybe if I would have been more diligent, I would have been, you know, the results would have came, would have come, the results would have come quicker. And side note, another side note today, if I do eat a lot of junk food a few days in a row, I do have breakouts. So especially chips, especially sugary food, uh, sugary foods, depending which, which kind. So that's something I did notice in my system. For me, it influences my breakouts. When consuming higher amounts of food with a high glycemic index, 
they are rapidly absorbed by our bodies, which will create a spike in, glu in glucose and in insulin levels. So apparently these increase oil production and elevate androgens. And androgens are a group of hormones that play a huge role in acne development. So that's why in some people that consume high amounts of sugary and processed foods, they will have an amount like a high amount of breakouts. And remember, it's not the food directly that influences the breakout. It's, it's an element in the food that influences the inflammation and, you know, the androgens that will create more acne. So it's not a direct link. It's indirect, but, you know, it, you just got to see, you got to try, you have to test it out on your skin. If you do have breakouts, try it out. Quit your dairy products <laughs> Stop eating sugary and processed foods and try to be more diligent about, you know, having more vitamins, EFAs, antioxidants. So you want to boost up your fruits, your veggies, you know, just eat cleaner in a way and see if it influences your skin. One last one that I would do and that that actually lasted a, quite a long time. I would say I'm more diligent about it, like maybe a year ago now but I would never put on sunscreen on my face so yes I would put mineral makeup on my skin which has an SPF in it but I would never reapply throughout the day um, I was the type of kid or teenager or you know young adult that looks easily like I'm gonna quote this like an Australian kid like I tan easily and my hair is super blonde so I have that like look that can easily be attained if I if I'm not careful with my tanning so I would never put sunscreen on my face and we all know I don't have to talk about this again I talked about it at the beginning I'm not going to talk about it again but um the if you want to prioritize a body part <laughs> it, with your sunscreen application make sure you protect your skin your face and your neck and your shoulders because those are the areas where you don't want to have skin cancer I know in general you know it's hard to protect the legs and the the arms but you want to be super careful with your face your skin your neck your shoulders you know they're the first areas that are exposed when you walk outside because you obviously you wear clothes so you know just be careful about that and I wish I would have been a little bit more careful however I realized it at a young age so I mean with the regimen that I have now and how diligent I am about putting my sunscreen on throughout the day now, no problem. <laughs> we reversed it. It's fine. Um, you know, it's never too late, guys. If ever you've listened to all these things and you're like, oh, crap, I do this today still. Well, just, you know, switch up your habits, switch up your lifestyle. It's like anything, taking care of your skin requires effort and it requires consistency. If you don't put the time and the effort to do it and if you don't have the will to do it then there's no freaking point like you can't do it half-ass here you got to do it full-on and the and it's and I'll just say this really quickly I'll finish on this note it's it's the example of someone my age so someone in their 20s that would use I don't know let's say like an eye cream and uh, they would tell me well I don't really see a difference and <laughs> I love hearing this because I always tell them, well, you're 28, you're 29. Obviously, your skin's already at a good status. You don't have that many wrinkles. You're still young, so you've got nothing really to worry about except hydrating the epidermis and making sure that it's soft and supple. 
the result will come later. Because when you're 28, 25, you, your, your main concerns are not wrinkles. Your main concerns could be you have acne. Maybe your skin has an unbalanced lipid barrier and you need to fix that. Maybe you have a lot of inflammation. Maybe you're dehydrated. Your concerns won't be collagen loss and firmness of the skin so when it comes to an eye cream starting at the age of 25 let's just say you're aiming for hydration because hydration is the main need that your skin will absolutely want so at that age you're not concerned with wrinkle you're just concerned with taking care of your skin in another way if you have acne or other issues so this is this is why when someone my age will ask me or tell me well I don't really see much of a difference and I always love this because I just tell them listen you're in your 20s your main concerns around your eyes would be to hydrate your epidermis make sure that it's not dried out you want to nourish it you want to hydrate it you want to cocoon it and maybe tackle some puffiness if you have any puffiness issues but you're not going to see a dramatic change in your eyes because you're not 50 you know, so the result will come much later when you get to your 50s, let's just say, or even your in your 40s, your you taking care of your skin earlier will make sure that you don't have not that you won't have wrinkles because you can't stop not having wrinkles, but the development of your wrinkles will be much later and they won't be as bad. I will say that in quotations. Um, than if you would not use an eye cream at all, at all, at all. So you just have to change your mindset sometimes when it comes to these things. When you're starting out early, you tackle different issues than if you would be 50. And it's self-care, guys. Like for me, I feel like having a little five-minute routine in the morning and in the evening is just a special little moment for myself that no one can really do for me. So I love doing it. I love taking care of my skin. And think about it. You only have one. So take the time to take care of it. doesn't have to be complicated. Really, it doesn't. But you got one. You can't replace it. So take care of it. Let me know on my socials at Meta Esthetique or at The Meta Fairy. Let me know if you guys still do or still think you have mistakes that you do currently with your skin and you want to fix them. Go drop me a comment on uh, the podcast post. Let me know. I love seeing that everyone is human and everyone is normal. I just love seeing that. So make sure to let me know. If ever you guys have any questions, you know how to reach me. And I hope this little episode <laughs> made you realize a few things and made you realize that I am not perfect. I am not. I'm normal, just just like you. And, you know, we all go through these things and it's okay. So I hope you guys have a great day and we will chat very, very soon. Bye.